0: Welcome, welcome, one and all! Welcome in to the Scotty Johnny podcast. I am your not so humble host, Jonathan Barnett, and with me, as per usual, we have Aaron Flottam.
1: Hi, how's it going, John? Uh, it's good to be back after a week off. Uh, glad I glad I wasn't around to have to talk about the loss of the Vikings, but uh, the I who know, and the who, the what? I don't remember that. The, the what? I don't remember that either. So, but here I am. <laughs> After my adventures in the Northwoods, chasing around the uh, North American white-tailed deer, and uh, all the great stories I have for you about that, John.
0: Good, good. That's the um, the white-tailed deer, of course, Wisconsin's uh, wildlife, the state wildlife animal. So, yes, that's fun. And
1: actually, I have no stories. It was a Dolanthonathon, fa- and I'm not into shooting them, so uh, I got nothing. So,
0: all right. That, that's all i st- I, st-
1: I stood and stared at nature for about twelve hours last week, twelve hours, sixteen hours somewhere in that range. so it was good
0: <laughs> all right all right. well, thank you, everybody uh, once again for joining us. Um, everybody here uh, through Wisconsin, obviously, but around the world and uh, everywhere else uh, we're we're grateful to have everybody who sticks with us uh, week by week uh, throughout all the year. obviously, I think our our listenership goes up a bit during uh, football season, but it's good to have everybody with us here in Wisconsin. And of course, thank you, Ukraine, Belarus, um, and, uh, our, I guess, pre meeting here, you know, thank you, China. Cause we know you're listening.
1: Um, yes. Cause sure they to, listen to everything. Yeah. Everything.
0: Yeah. So, uh, come on chairman. See, Z- Z? G- I think Chi. yeah, Z-
1: it's XI. I know it that. Is XI. But
0: come on, rate and subscribe
1: rate and subscribe we're already listening
0: in fairness he doesn't write it using a romanized alphabet (laughs) so (laughs) fair enough (laughs) it's however he spells it because i i I don't know but either way uh remember to uh download subscribe listen rate and review us to help other people find the podcast but we're 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 gonna get into what we're calling here our pain sandwich we're gonna start off nice we're gonna okay there's gonna be there's gonna be a like a bad piece of what what was that one um Olive loaf or whatever that one is. Olive it's like, loaf.
1: Yeah. Uh, some people don't like uh brown, uh, brown, brown uh, schweiger.
0: I'm not going to say anything bad about brown because okay. my liver, dad listens. liverwurst. Yeah, something liver but, liverwurst with a big
1: piece of brie. How about that? Yeah.
0: But other than that, there's going to be you know it'll be like a you know a good good meal. Some brown mustard. We're going to have uh you know pumpernickel bread or something like, something nice. Everything else is Brioche. nice, but we are going to get you through the pain in the middle. But thank you again, and we're going to get started right away with our main event. Starting things off with the main event. Okay, main event this week. We're starting with Packers because we always do. Unless Aaron wants to start with the the deer chasing. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) The Packers, because that's where we make our money anyways, right, John? This is true.
0: All the big bucks. Um,
1: All the money.
0: I got to go to the game. I took my, um, I think my fifteen year old, my my now fourteen year old, and my six year old to the game. It was my six year old's first game. Uh, he had oh, a blast. We went early so we could hang out in Titletown Town District, which mm-hmm. is incredible. Um, mm-hmm. we went skating. It's like fifteen bucks to skate for whatever. And then you know that gets you skates and gets you out there. You know they have hot chocolate. they have like ping pong tables, pool tables. they have just horseshoes and stuff like that out there. and there's
1: and that's not a rink. it's like a river that you uh, uh, skate down, right?
0: um kind of both. There's like a big open area and then like a little tiny path. I think they open it up to a larger path at some points, but they had a little path okay. type thing. and uh in the middle, if you want to stop, you can stop in the middle and they have a the fire pit thing there so you can just hang oh, out sweet. by the fire, yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a lot of fun. We had a great time uh, doing that. There's the football field and everything too, of course. So,
1: how about the sledding hill? I bet you that's not open yet, is it? It's
0: not. They've got a bunch of snow on it. The snow machines are out, and um, mm-hmm. they've definitely been blanketing that thing in snow. But it was not open, unfortunately. But
1: well, it wasn't even necessarily that cold yesterday either. Really, I mean, it was okay it was nice. cold, but it was yeah. sunny. So that's not that's not that's not premier sledding conditions, John.
0: No. It was nice though. It was it was good. It was good weather for for a football game. Uh, we oh, had a good time. Um, dressed in layers, so you know, I got the silk mm-hmm. weights still from the army because yeah. they didn't want those back after I let them touch my skin. Uh, well, so why? Why would you? Why would anyway, anybody want you're... that? Yeah, it's that, yeah. gross. So I have those. I was wearing that a couple layers, and uh, it was a fantastic game. We got a, got a lot of great photos, and it was a great great game because mm-hmm. they won. And I felt comfortable about them winning basically the whole way. Got up 10 nothing pretty early. Um, mm-hmm. Matt Stafford did oh. Matt Stafford things. He mm-hmm. threw two fluke touchdowns that made the game look closer than it really was on the field. I mean, two deep yep. passes. One was, what, 73 and one was 54 to uh, yeah. Odell Beckham for his first uh, yep. Rams touchdown. They're 0-2 with Odell Beckham. Right.
1: Yes, they are. Yeah, and I'm 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 so happy. And ESPN floated out that that non story before the game started. Uh, Odell Beckham was seriously interested in Green Bay before signing with the Rams. That is a non story. Like why? Why? It's it's literally playing off two things that people read: Odell Beckham and Packers. The minute you see either of them, people read it. Like it's yeah. it's the worst clickbait ever. Packers and Aaron Rodgers are becoming clickbait.
0: They're they're in the they business are. of making money, so yeah, yeah they're going to do it. What was the one? I heard a story or something was like, um, I think OBJ tried to say something to Adams after the game, and he said, "I told him, why don't you go talk to Cooper Cup? He's obviously gonna, he want to be with." Yeah,
1: right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I hope he actually I did this, that. I, I get this it. feeling
1: that OBJ is not real well liked in NFL circles.
0: Well, I think he made his choice, and I think Adams is a competitor, and he's a yeah. you know he's he says kind of what he's thinking, and I, I, he feels he's I, the best. I, I, I don't
1: mean I. I don't mean about like necessarily the 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 Rams choice or even the Cleveland choice. It's like the dude's got a ton of fame and has made a ton of money off one catch. And there's much better NFL receivers everywhere. I mean, I, Alan Robinson's a better wide receiver than he is. And yeah. he plays for the bears and I hate the bears, but Alan Robinson's a better receiver. He's done more in his career because guess what? You can be as talented as you want. If you're missing games all the time and you're and you're malcontent, What's the point? I mean, great, whatever. You know, it's yeah. Shut up, OBJ. Anyways. Yeah. But anyways, continue. You're doing a game breakdown. I got you off the. I got you off. I'll say this
0: about OBJ: They keep calling like I did an Odell catch. Like people caught with one hand for forever before Odell did that, and he just has better gloves. You know, like that's what happens. The gloves are way better now.
1: Right, and it it was it was a pass that was coming down at the right angle to allow that kind of catch, like.
0: When I make anyway. a great catch, I said I did a Don Hudson. Just to be contrarian. <laughs> I,
1: I, 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 w- I would say that Antonio <laughs> Freeman had two catches that were more difficult than that in his career. Oh, geez. A, the improbable bobble, which was a lot of luck, but great concentration. And EQ then almost con- had one.
0: EQ yeah. almost had one of those the other day. Oh, um, that
1: that. By the way, that dude's made the most out of having getting his opportunity because that dude was dead man walking, coming yeah. out of training camp.
0: He's, he's started to good, look he's had some good, he's
1: had some good special teams and he's started to he hasn't been dropping the ball that's a good start.
0: He looks but faster yeah. and more confident on his in his running too. Um, yeah,
1: no, good on good on him for making the most out of his opportunities. But well, no, I don't call it a Don Hudson yeah. uh, but uh Antonio Freeman that one catch where he caught it like over top the dude in the end zone, remember that one? Yeah. Like it's it's his most famous, like where he's like reaching over top the dude. I mean, that was a impossible. That was like a less than five percent catch possibility. Yeah, it was you know. And, and I mean, dudes have been making great catches forever. I mean, yeah. how many one handed grabs did Tony Gonzalez make in the back of the end zone?
0: Oh, geez, yeah, but yeah. yeah. So granted,
1: now he it's unfair for him because he didn't have better gloves. He, Tony Gonzalez has hands that are thirteen inches wide.
0: <laughs> right, he's just that's the, best, the unfair.
1: It? But you know,
0: <laughs> yeah. But still, it was um, it, it was a good game to watch. The big things, like I said, um, Rodgers didn't have to throw a ton deep. I mean, he always always tried to. Prize. Um he was uh, he threw forty five times. The run game was. I'll say this: the run game ground everything out towards the end. I mean, twenty carries for sixty nine yeah. yards for Dylan, but he took the hard yards towards the end of the game and really kind of took over. Um, yeah, he did. When he got the ball with seven minutes left, I was like. Rams are only getting the ball back once because we're going to no, grind D- out a couple of times.
1: Dylan did a real good job at the end of the game and burned it up. But yeah, otherwise the run game was pretty tepid and obviously Aaron Jones was not right. Re- I don't think he was ready to come back.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's, it he was 10 for 23. Um, he had a couple, uh, the one that was fun too is we watched, they ran Cobb out of the backfield for one pass catch that yeah. went, went very well. Like they were down in their, their own end zone area. And he got him out nicely. Cobb ends up with uh, ninety-five yards, but is responsible for the only turnover the Packers had. They right. win the turnover battle, battle uh, three to one, and Cobb has the only one of all the dumb things. Like we finally, finally got uh, Amari Cooper off the field in terms of those punt returns because he's been <laughs> and they put Randall yeah, Cobb
1: back there, who was
0: who has been great his, for his career. That was what he was good at. That's how he started.
1: Yeah. You know, that's how it started, and that's I mean, and it's just it's 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 a page right out of the Rams. You know, like when they throw Cooper cup back there to return punts.
0: He definitely took the special teams. Like he's out there with the special teamers at the beginning of game. Um, Mm -hmm. just, just doing the warmups with them and everything. I mean, Cooper cup was, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, um, and then he just straight up just bounces like off his chest and right into a Rams player. Just, uh, immediately just, just never hit the ground. Just went right into him. It was, uh, it was very upsetting to see that. That was right in front of me. Mm. So yeah, it was um, it was that. But he had 95 yards and a touchdown. Um, the good game that way. And where,
1: where's where? By the way, where's he at? He left the game with a groin injury too. Do they say anything about that today, or mm. is it just?
0: No, I haven't heard anything new on it. Um, at one point during the game, he kind of he kind of hobbled off a little bit, like limped off a little bit. But he came back in mm. and played several plays after that. So I don't know. I guess I don't know the extent grain, of it.
1: grain injuries, grain injuries are weird, man. They're like hamstring injuries that it's going to just linger for the rest of the year or two.
0: Yeah. And um, gosh, Adams caught eight of nine targets for 104. So, I mean, like Odell Beckham's got 81 yards because he had that 154 yard play, mm-hmm. but he had five catches out of 10 targets. Uh, hey, did
1: both of those long balls, both one long ball, the the one that against OBJ, that was Stokes, right? That got burned on that one.
0: Douglas. Or did Douglas
1: get burned on both of them? Because Douglas got burned on the first long one.
0: Yeah, I think it might have been Douglas on both if I'm remembering correctly. But yeah, it was... I mean, he almost got a hand on that ball. He's, he's right there. Yeah. It just it, They were mm. two deep passes that were inches away from being tipped away into nothingness and just happened to get through. I mean, that's a good deep ball. That That's a good throw. He put it in a good spot right. where his guy's going to make the play and no one else will. Right. But still, at the same time, He's two fluke deep passes away from kind of – I mean, that's a 79-yard pass and a 54-yard pass. Subtract 130 yards from his 300-yard day, 302-yard day, and you're like, oh, well, yeah, there's nothing. Mm -hmm. He already – well, ESPN and their stupid QBR stats on their page here. I I hate those because that doesn't mean anything to me. Cooper Cup, 0 for 1. That's the fun one because that one was almost counted as a touchdown. Uh, They called it that way at first, and he was just – not in at all i don't the way the game flow went was you just really felt that the packers are kind of can control that whole game through uh, i mean right they came i wish they would have gotten the score before halftime uh you know because mm-hmm. it goes in 2017 and you know 27 17 seems a lot better but then they outscore them 16 nothing in the third quarter uh rams get that uh one touchdown drive in the fourth kind of late Packers burn off clock Rams scramble, take way too long to try to force their way down the field. Mm-hmm. End up having to take a field goal on a like rush on to, run onto the field quickly and kick a field goal. And they left themselves 18 seconds left to recover an onside kick and then mm-hmm. try to get in the end zone. Onside. And then kick. They, didn't even, they didn't even get the onside kick 10 yards. So it was weird too. like, they just lined it on the ground mm-hmm. and then kicked it straight yeah, ahead. It was... Like straight ahead. And then they yeah, speared no, I... Savage, right? Right,
1: right, right at, it was, is a really odd one because I understand now with only being able to put five people on each side of the ball, you have to get creative with how you're going to do your onside kicks. But yeah, they laid it flat, but it seemed like you laid it flat, like perpendicular to the length of the field. So it's like both ends were facing each sideline. Yeah. You know, like yep. par- parallel, parallel with the yard lines. And then, and then of course they had the, the, the four dudes tucked down in the corner like you do. And then like the one safety, like halfway in between and they like tried to roll it. So that one safety would catch it and they kicked it straight to Savage. You're right. Savage yeah, or really... Savage did get it. Yeah. Cause Savage was the one that got up hurt after that. That yeah. one scared me too. I was like, God dang it. If Savage got hurt, recovering an onside kick at the end of a game, that's, that's what we need right now.
0: Yeah. That um, was, and a lot of people were very angry about that. It, it was hard to see you know, in-, in game in real time and everything. But a lot of people were very unhappy about how that went down. It, I mean, that game was over and there they are kind of trying to smoke guys at the end. So, yeah.
1: And, and one thing that does make me feel better about the Packers too, like, I mean, they feel good because they won, but what, uh, I, I mean, that game could have been 48 for the Packers. They could have easily scored 48 points in that game, but there was missed yeah. field goal and the field goals okay. where touchdowns should have been scored. Um, I A mean, couple. I mean, for the most part. So, and again, of uh, 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 full, uh, full transparency and uh, how I took in the game. I I did the drive yesterday, John. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, when we go yeah. up north to visit the relatives, I had to drive from Superior to Janesville yesterday. <laughs> and of course, and of course, we always have lunch before we leave uh, up north. You know, we don't get out of there until noon and it's a five and a half hour drive. So I caught most of the game on the radio, which listening to the dulcet tones of Wayne Larvie and, uh, oh, yeah, no uh Wayne, Wayne Larvie and, uh, Larry McCarron, Larry McCarron. Yeah. I almost said Larry said Larry Larrabee, and uh, that's why I was yeah Larry, Larry, yeah, Larry McCarron, <laughs> Larry Larrabee. That would be great. <laughs> I screwed awesome. my own self up there, um, but uh, listening to them's great, and it's uh, it's good to hear. And uh, even Larry, and I always say this too because I love Larry, but he doesn't sugarcoat a, a, a dang thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he even said that too. It was like, you know, going into halftime, he's like, "God, this should be a twenty-eight to thirteen ball game," so or something yeah. to that extent. Like it should have been a much bigger lead, and it was. You know, it was more frustration in the fact that. The Packers putting themselves in a good place and were that was kind of almost the fear, like in his voice was like, if we lose this, it's going to be because we didn't execute. And in the second half, execution was better and it it got better. And then, of course, A.J. Dillon really did seal the deal at the end of the game with just chewing up yards.
0: Yeah, it was. uh, Yeah, I mean, there, there was a lot of things that went very well in that. I think the defense played a lot better. I think having Sean Gary back is a huge part of that obviously. Oh, man,
1: that dude. Wow. Um, he was a, he was a, he was a man possessed yesterday.
0: Yeah, he had yeah, uh, was he had the strip sack. So I mean, Stafford has the strip sack that turns into points. Um they get the ball. They almost ran it in after that, but then they they mm-hmm. put it in a couple of plays later. And the uh, pick six. So the Stafford looked exactly as we remember him. He's a he's a very good <laughs> not great quarterback. He, he is very good. And the Rams are basically the same team they were last year. Um, so yeah. after all of that, I mean, hearing this team and, and uh, I love, was it even, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Field Yates was doing stuff like, I don't know yeah. if I've ever seen a team go as all in, you know, as the Rams. And I was like, can I introduce you to the like 2011 Eagles? Weren't they the dream team? Right, like, Vince Young, the dream team, <laughs> Michael Vick and all that. And you're yeah. like, yeah, that didn't work didn't work there um didn't work and and that was
1: and that was kind of thing too is that wayne uh, alluded to it a couple times during the game and it was it was talked about i heard it on a couple just talk random talk stations too it was basically it was the 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 all-star the la all-star team against the homegrown packer team which i mean take it or leave it's not really that homegrown because there is a lot of plug and plays in the lineup this year but uh well, I mean as is the NFL you don't have you know you're you're always you know filling gaps as you go but it really is so, I mean and that's what it was too it's 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 the Showtime Lakers versus basically the Milwaukee Bucks you know the the, well, the nowadays our, Milwaukee Bucks
0: with with essentially plug and play I mean you mean that offensive line I mean we've got we got a a rookie we've got we're missing our starting center starting guard starting left tackle but, I mean those those guys are those guys are homegrown. I'm talking about like Zedarius, Preston, no, uh can the, the big time team. Amos, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the big time team with that giant front seven and you know, a, a defensive player of the year and, uh, on the front right. line there. And there they who are. Who likes to choke who likes who likes to choke right. people, by the way? Jeez, that was weird. Um yeah. but they couldn't get a whole lot of traction. I mean, Von Miller and you know uh and all that, and we're just like Aaron Donald and, Floyd, Aaron Donald and, and yeah. Floyd and just all this stuff and uh, Reader and the linebacking core there and stuff. You're just like, and they didn't get anything. They got they counted it as a sack because he got only to the line of scrimmage uh, and tripped up as he fell. But I mean that's as good as it got for them. Basically, they had a couple plays where they did force some holds. I mean that needs to be said because the, the Packers had to hold him a couple times to to make that work the way it did but yeah still they they got away with it because the offense was able to move the ball effectively throughout the game there wasn't a point where it's like man they're just gonna thump us here or oh man we can't get anything going every drive felt like it it had some kind of ability to get traction you always felt like we'd score a couple more times throughout that game
1: um that uh that front seven get up in roger's face a little bit he was under a little bit of uh a little but uh uh, there was a couple of uh, he had to run, and there was a couple times he got smoked and some pretty early release of passes. But I mean, that's going to be the par for the course with that front seven, though. So yeah. you're not going to get a clean pocket with that front seven. I mean, they're they're too good. But the offensive line did do a heck of a job maintaining, you know, and and they're missing their two best offensive linemen.
0: Yeah, and- they're missing. They're missing. They're missing two All Pros. Two all pros and you know they're starting center. They're center. Just all, three of their starters are not on this this team right now playing. So yeah, it's it's it, that part's terrible. And we're playing with a Jair. Uh, it's just like yeah, we're missing our top cornerback. Uh, King went out there a little bit. It looks like, but he still was kind of injured and didn't didn't really do anything either. So I mean, we're playing out there with Russell Douglas, who who started the season on a practice squad, and you're like, okay, hmm. that's that's how we're rolling at this point is. You know, Douglas I, I, and Black, and you know, I was like, Stokes got I, a couple he, plays, but yeah, geez. <laughs> when Black made that pick against the Arizona Cardinals, I'm like, Who's that guy?
1: <laughs> Literally, that was like, Who I like, I did not know he was on the team. Like, yeah. I, I feel I'm like, I'm pretty up on the Packers, we we talk and text more than people know, and I'm like, yeah. Who's this guy? But what I was gonna say, so that's why I was testing the waters on what if, if it was Razul that got. Burnt twice because I was going to say outside of Campbell, like picking him up has been like the offseason move so far. Like he's been able to fill in very, I mean, he's got two pick sixes on the year. Uh, Yeah, he got burnt twice long. And like we said, kind of fluky plays and, you know, kind of 50 50 balls, one of which he was in very good position to stop. But I mean, he's filled in, I mean, with Jair Alexander and uh, Kevin King both out, like, this dude has played very well, considering, you know, and the assignments that he's been getting. I mean, last week was no walk in the park. Thielen and Jefferson, like, I, I mean, I, I rip on Thielen all the time, but he's still a good wide receiver and he got a little, he got a little roasted last week, but I mean, he's kept it in front of him for the most part. And yeah. like I said, that, that pick six against, uh, in both the Arizona game and, in uh, this game, or sorry, that wasn't a pick six. No, in the just, just the that was just that a game. That was a walk-off game. pick. But, yep. um, I mean, that was, I mean, it was a bad pass, but that was money. Um, yeah,
0: he was aware enough was, to make it work.
1: Oh, yeah, no, he's yeah. obviously a, a talent. Like, he has got some real talent. And if and when we ever get Jair back and Kevin King decides to stay healthy for more than five minutes, like, that dude, I mean, He's the fourth best cornerback on the team. <laughs> wow, well, that's some that's some depth, man. Yeah, right, I mean so. he's 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 three A and three B with Stokes. He's gonna be the dime corner.
0: Yeah, well, him and Dave Chandler and Sullivan's still in there too somewhere. So, Sullivan's so, yeah. still in there too. That's yeah, it's I mean, some good depth so. in that backfield, which is nice to have. <laughs> and those so, guys
1: yeah. are two and three right now, and they should be four and five. You know, so yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah. I mean, he's been. And they picked him off a practice roster. That's yeah. amazing. That's it's incredible. What's so cool about him. So,
0: yeah. So, yeah, big things. Uh, the receiving squad, everybody looked like they they found a way. The ball got spread around. I mean, like we've got catches for EQ and DeGuara and Lazard and, you know, even Dylan, MVS, you know, Cobb. Everybody's getting into the, the game at some point and getting involved in that passing route. They all look crisp. They all look like they're a little bit more on target with Rodgers at this point. Even though he hasn't been practicing, um, at least he's he's getting a better feel for where all those guys are on the field. That went well. Uh, we played better. Getting a better pass rush definitely helped out the cornerbacks. Um, having to make Stafford make the throws and make it with a little bit of a push definitely helped, and um, he, he is who he is. So, um, But, yeah, I mean, next week we're going to have – man, we're going to have nothing for the Packers because we got a bye week coming up, which is – great because they could use some time there
1: hey the only thing i know about next week with the packers having a bye week is that what is that that's our last regular season week of our fantasy football league right john no no
0: no we got two weeks left
1: oh either way i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to cut half my team to fill fill roster spots because (laughs) somehow i'm i am on the verge of maybe possibly getting a playoff spot and as we know i i went Total homer on the Packers in our league this year because I started drafting late and uh, (laughs) yeah, my entire team is made up of Green Bay Packers. (laughs) (laughs) My entire team is all Green Bay Packers. That's awesome. So, oh well, you know I beat you last. That's one thing that you did get away with me not being on the show with last week.
0: Yeah, my team is terrible because Patrick Mahomes isn't any good at football right now. Um, I mean, you think he is, but I mean, he gets no yards and. His touchdowns are very average and his, his picks are just backbreaking. <laughs> so yeah. That hurts. Yeah. I'm about my, to lose my, this
1: week too, so my team currently has Aaron Rodgers, AJ Dillon, Cobb on the bench, Mason Crosby. I did have the Packers defense and then it stunk and then I got rid of it. And then I shouldn't have because I have Pittsburgh who stinks. Uh <laughs> Campbell at linebacker and Dean Lowry at defensive end. And Razul Douglas at cornerback. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna have to like get rid of half of my team just to field the team, or just call it quits because I think I'm gonna be dead last
0: in the league this year. That's oh, great. No, no, no. You'll be fine. All right, Aaron. Let's um, man. Let's get to pain here. Um, so Paul Bunyan's axe is taking a trip this year. Uh, it's gonna spend a, a year abroad uh, in unfamiliar territories. Um, I just realized this looking back through the history of the the axe. In my entire life. And in your life as as well, Aaron, um, you know, mm-hmm. seventy nine onward, the Gophers have won the X twelve times. That's in forty two years. Most of
1: those, most of those were in the eighties too. So. Yeah, so
0: it's in the last forty two years they have twelve to thirty. Um, so yeah, that's but they they have it this year. Um, here's what I'll say about this game. What I've come to expect from from Chris is that he does not ever he want to change his game plan. He has a plan no. and he loves it and he loves it. And he doesn't want to give it up and he will keep doing it just, and even after it has just shown you, it cannot work. He will keep doing it. And, uh, this week, it, the, I mean, the Gophers decided they were just going to stop, uh, Braylon Allen. That was their only plan because right. they couldn't cover. They could not cover. Mm. I mean, and they brought a lot of pressure and I don't, I mean, we we cut Mertz started off okay and it started falling apart towards the end and that was not a pick that drives me crazy but that didn't change the game I guess overall it changed the entire momentum of the game because the gophers take the lead on a pick where you know prior clearly had the ball first it wasn't mm-hmm. even simultaneous possession and he never takes two hands he has two hands on the ball two hands remain on the ball all the way in that was such a weird call. Um, but the thing that costs the Badgers is the just refusal to change, uh, on the part of right. Paul Christ. He just will not, he's, he's becoming McCarthy and at that oh, point, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah, it just gets hard to watch that. Cause you're like that you have to change and you have to change in game. You can't wait till tomorrow. Like he looked just beside himself after the game, all the players looked just distraught Um, his, his,
1: his, his, well, first
0: of all, I was going to say, and apparently
1: his, his game plan involves punting on fourth and one, but going for it on fourth and six. Yeah. He had no idea idea at times. That was, that was embarrassing. What was more embarrassing was his press conference at the end of the game. Um, that was a lost man. Yeah. It, he, 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 honestly, he looked like he did not belong there and it was, and, and, and I'm not on the pile on Chris, let's remove him, uh, train, but my God, after that embarrassing of a performance, you may as well have just gone either Belichick and not talked, or you may as well have gone Mike Tomlin and gone, we sucked, we're terrible, everything's bad, we're going to have to reimagine everything. This is dumb. You or know? you just sit there and be so, like
0: Lafleur and say, "Like I didn't get enough done here today. We lost, and uh, that's on me, and I take full responsibility for this game. Lafleur comes out there with energy when he loses. He comes out yeah. there and he takes full responsibility, he'll never lay it on the players, and he, he usually, he usually
1: congratulates the other team first. Yeah. That's kind of his his, his, uh, his uh, equation. He, he, he congratulates the other team first, compliments them on how well they did other things, unlike Pete Carroll, who just blames everyone except yeah. for himself. And then he explains why they won. Then he explains what he didn't do right. Yeah. Uh,
0: no, and then exactly he right.
1: explains what they're going to do better next week. And then is and, there
0: any questions? And Washington <laughs> yeah. gave, gave him nothing. Uh, not watching. I'm just right. looking at something else. But Paul Christ gave him nothing. Just nothing mm-hmm. there, and he didn't say anything. He just kind of mumbled and droned off, and I was like, you need some energy, and you need you need to – I don't know. He's just, just too comfortable with it. And he's got a lot of great players. He's got a lot of guys who are also good players, and he hasn't done with them what he could. In, in all fairness, the last two years now have been letdowns where where the team was not – equal to the sum of their parts i mean you say Mm -hmm. some some teams are better than the sum of their parts this team is not the equal of the sum of their parts it's uh it's worse than that and no and 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 the
1: argument that i got on twitter was well what about the last seven consecutive games that they won it's like yeah but that was after some really embarrassing losses to start the season and then they beat a bunch of cupcakes
0: well and iowa which is that was a good win purdue was a good win but i mean you've got to beat minnesota Minnesota's not that good a team. Right, the, the Badgers are the I mean, more talented team on the field and lost. They are right. the number one be, defense uh, in country and lost. I mean, give up twenty three to the Gophers? You have got to be kidding me! And this is a an injury. A
1: team. team, a team that lost to Bowling Green and Maryland, mind you.
0: Right, like at
1: least the Badgers
0: lost to Michigan you know, and Penn State.
1: And state. And who's their, who's their who's their third loss?
0: Minnesota. That's the bad one. Like that's the bad loss on this season. I thought. No, no. Oh, was that only their third loss? Yes, they're they're 6 and 3 in conference. They they oh, have four thought, losses. The other one is Notre Dame. Oh, they lost to Notre Dame. Thank you. I was like, "Who's the fourth, sorry, that's what I meant? Who's the fourth loss?" I was oh, yeah. like, no, in conference "So they though.
1: lost so they so that's who they lost to. Michigan, uh Penn State and, and Notre Dame. At least they lost, they lost bad. But that's who they lost to. Minnesota lost to Bowling Green and Maryland and got frog stomped by Iowa. Not even close. And, like and they lost to Illinois.
0: They lost to Illinois, at home, and Illinois too,
1: <laughs> to Illinois, and that's who you're going to lose to. Like, are, are you kidding me? I mean, that's like, I, I don't know if that's if I, you're already looking past it or they, what. But like, they clearly, yeah, did. obviously, uh, and and PJ Fleck and the Minnesota Vegas have proven to be a one trick pony, and that was to, they should have known they were going to stop Braylon Allen. Yeah. They should just known it. They, should, they were going to stop zero. That's what they were going to do because that's what they could do because that's the only kind of personnel set up that they have to do anything with.
0: They can run downhill and and they had nothing else. And and their offense is, man, if we can just get two yards here, that'd be great. They run a super conservative offense where they're just trying not to lose yards. They don't have any real particular threats on that offense. They have a good offensive line. They have a very good (laughs) offensive line, but their running backs are very average. I mean – Mm-hmm. Mo Ibrahim well, they're, they're was on, good.
1: They're on like their seventh string yeah. running back too. Mo Ibrahim is a
0: nice running back who probably won't make an yeah. NFL roster, but he's a nice yeah. running back. He's not Braylon Allen. He's not Julius Davis. He's not uh, Chesma Lucy. He's he would be mm-hmm. like the third or fourth guy on our backfield, and that's mm-hmm. not counting the fact that we also cut a guy off our team who was better than him, just uh, Jalen Berger. <laughs> but I mean, he's nice. Tanner Morgan is, is nothing. He's just some guy. Um, he, he's not yeah. particularly a particularly good thrower. He's an okay runner. Um, yeah, there's there's nothing particularly about this team. That's interesting or good. They're just trying to not, not, um, blow it. And yeah, the badgers that was, got a that, lead at they got Badgers got a lead and blew it. I mean, the badgers got outplayed because Minnesota played a very average dull game, well, but they did it. That was what they wanted was, to do.
1: I was, I was talking to, um, uh, not friend of the show. Pete Owen. That's right. I barely got to talk to him today. (laughs) Uh, I was talking to uh, one of my other co-workers around the the water cooler today and uh, we were talking about that and it was uh, the the one thing is like because someone was saying about because one of them was talking about like Leonard getting exposed and I was like the heck if you can even say that like he's getting exposed because he's out on the field all his it's a defense out on the field all the time and you know it was just like the was it michigan where it got out of michigan ended up scoring 48 right something like but it, that, was after but it was actually they kept it they kept it close for like three quarters and then the floodgates just opened because it was like you can't be out there all the time i'm like there the the badgers defense was the only ones to score a touchdown
0: yeah right yeah badgers i offense mean, got I mean got the, down off, there the offense
1: didn't score a touchdown like if they don't get that that, 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 that touchdown, the Badgers offense, they only score six points and then it's not even close. Then they got blown out by Minnesota, you know, <laughs> like, I'm like, and so, and, and but it does beg the question with, and I'm, I'm I don't know if we're going to transition onto this one yet, but it's like, at what point, you know, it's like you said, it's, he's becoming the Mike McCarthy of the Badgers. He really is. He even kind of looks the part, you know, yeah. and, and one of these one of these times he's going to turn into like how Mike McCarthy was always kind of affable and at some point he like turned to the dark side and started getting mad at everybody for questioning him right and you know at what point do you afford losing Jimmy Leonard to keep yeah. Paul Christ and that's definitely I mean, a thing that a lot of people are talking Leonard's about gonna, Leonard's going to Leonard's going to get head coaching offers this, this offseason and at major yeah. universities and the one thing you have with him is he wants to stay in Wisconsin. He's from here. I played yeah. football against him in high school. When yeah. <laughs> We have a podcast yeah. called that one, Jimmy Leonard story. Yeah. It's <laughs> one Jimmy Leonard story. Right. Anyways. <laughs> and I had more problems with his older brother anyways, but anyhow, um, cause he was a little bit younger than I was. Um, but, uh, but I mean, he wants to stay here. He would love to be. I think he would love to be the Badgers head coach more than anything on the faces. And if it works out, he would be the head coach for the next 15 years. Right.
0: He's not even that old. He's right. 40. If right? nothing else, they need to figure out a way to get the offense going again. Because Mertz has been misused and in, in ill prepared for things. And a lot of that, that mm-hmm. has to go on coaching. Like you've got a kid with a big arm. Who could do a lot of things and I'll grant you he played in a a, you know fun and gun type offense in in high school and you're like, Oh well it's just spread and it it made him look better than he was. They haven't coached him to doing anything else. Inside the pocket, he's like sixty six percent. The problem is is like Mm -hmm. they don't get him moving and when they have to like the offensive line doesn't keep a clean pocket, yeah, he's got problems. Um inside the pocket. And and I'm not and I'm not
1: dumb. Jimmy Leonard doesn't fix the quarterback thing. No, they no, have to bring somebody no, else. Not, in. not not one in. bit at all. They'll have to bring somebody else in. I get that, but that's the thing. It's like, which one? And yeah. you know, and sorry, not to not to no, step on ahead. your point, but I mean, there's there's job openings coming, and guess today they were just talking about uh, um, what's his name at Notre Dame. <sighs> yeah, heading, Kelly's. He's heading heading down down down, He's apparently heading to LSU. Oklahoma is going to be open too.
0: Yeah, Oklahoma's open um, now because uh yeah uh, Riley Lincoln Riley is heading to is USC. Going to USC.
1: Uh Orgeron's retiring. So um, what's his name from Notre Dame's up and leaving? Yeah. Um I, I mean, and there's gonna be firings. Um, you know, there's gonna be you know there's gonna be programs that are looking for the next up and coming coach. Yeah. And either you can I mean, just ask the Minnesota Vikings how many up and coming coaches they've let go to go be head coaches of Super Bowl winning teams. <laughs> <laughs> to stick with their own coaches i can come up with two off the top of my head uh uh brian billick well brian billick and then um mike tomlin yeah 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 and then um tony dungy <laughs> that's yeah. three uh god there's one other one in there too well yeah. stefanski's doing his best he can in cleveland he'll be good but i mean in the meantime yeah. i mean I, that, got I'm not several saying, other that, issues but, but either way, I'm just like, yeah. why? you've got the talent in within homegrown talent, too. He was a player there. He's beloved. He's got a long leash. He can recruit around here without yeah. any problem because people know who he is. Oh, yeah. I drove past the Jimmy Leonard sign in Tony, Wisconsin, the other day to go deer hunting out at our cabin. It's still there. Like, we all know who he is, like, throughout the state. You know, it'd be like having Tony Romo come and be – <laughs> even more so than Tony Romo because he's from like up North Wisconsin. Like no, everyone knows Burlington. Tony Romo's from, J- Tony Romo's from Burlington. Yeah. Yeah. I said, Jimmy Leonard, oh, even I more so because he's about... from up North and then played at Wisconsin. So I'm like, yeah. you know, so like even more so, but like, you know, it's, he's one of those Towsher, if Towsher were to go start recruiting yeah. for Wisconsin, which he's he from does Auburn, on yeah. the side.
0: But yeah. yeah.
1: All right. I, I just don't want to lose. I just don't want to lose Jimmy Leonard. That's the I, problem. Like you are not the, alone the, in that
0: group you just here, here,
1: that is the that is the crutch point with the badgers right now it's like are you gonna die on that hill with Paul christ who has really not advanced the program since he's been here yeah he's pretty much put it in neutral and idled on the well, side of the road
0: he, he I mean he had a, an orange bowl and a, a, a cotton bowl and so like there were there were a couple big New Year's Day games and they won them which is a thing that people are like okay. oh badgers never win their bowl games but He's been very good at winning those bowl games, even if it's Duke Mayo, which I don't know. I think they will be in an outback bowl this year is what it kind of looks like. And I don't know what the pairing will be, but it but the like orange bowl SEC... was a
1: while back. Right. I mean, we're talking yeah. a couple of years back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the cotton bowl was three years ago, maybe
0: four I think, but or whatever it is. Yeah. It, it was PJ Fleck. They played PJ Fleck and beat him in, in the That's cotton right. bowl.
1: They'd... Yeah. When he was with uh, Western Michigan. So yeah. that was a while ago, but I mean, it's, it, it just really seems like, I mean, and I, I guess like since Alvarez really retired and Bilema was okay for a little bit, yeah. but uh, I I guess that's where it's at. But I mean, it, what are we going to do going forward here? Like, I, I just, I feel like, I mean, and I'm not as big a Badger fan. You are. I should be shutting up right now and you talking, but, but it seems like they're, they really are kind of just like at an idle, like they're not progressing.
0: Well, and the other thing to take into consideration here, like you said, Barry Alvarez is gone. I mean, there there's a you know uh, Macintosh is the the new athletic director, and so who knows? That's like getting a new GM. The head coaches are not safe. If you feel like you're just a treading water guy, and you're a you know a, a new athletic director who wants to make a name for themselves, maybe you go do something like that. So we'll see. It'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, they won't do anything till the bowl game for sure. So. Right, we'll see where they line up, and uh, we'll get ready for that game in a couple of weeks here, hopefully. So
1: maybe they hire Jimmy Leonard as head coach, and then bring in Ed Orgeron as some sort of coordinator, just so I can listen to him talk.
0: Oh, just a buffet coordinator.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 what was yeah. that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it, he is just all sorts. I of love. Wrong.
1: I, I love listening to him talk. <laughs> yeah.
0: okay, He's not a great guy, but either way. All right, we'll move. I'm sure he's not, but stage. I
1: love listening to him talk. Sure,
0: um, we're, we're getting out of the pain now. We're going back into to feeling good about ourselves here, because man, hey, look, the Bucks are back. <laughs> um, <laughs> they are, yes, thank God. Watch some of these games here. I'm telling you, the Denver one was super weird. That was the one I was worried was going to break the streak here, because mm-hmm. they had a good stretch there where they played well against teams they really should have beaten, and then mm-hmm. they beat them, which they didn't necessarily do earlier in the year because you know Middleton was out. Um, a couple other things going on. We still don't have Brooke Lopez back, but um, right. we're not going to get into the signing yet here. We'll get into that in a second here, Aaron, because we want to talk I about it. I'm, I'm, I'm letting you drive the conversation here, John. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to get into that, but I want to talk about where we've been. <laughs> where we've been first. Um, right. Yeah, seventh straight now. Uh, that Denver game was super weird in that the Bucks looked very sloppy. Like, dribbling the ball off their feet kind of sloppy through huge chunks of that. Like, ridiculous turnovers kept Denver kind of around. But they were never leading. The Bucks led basically throughout. Would they shoot sixty-three percent and like like forty-five or something from three? Like forty-seven from three. It was, it was killer. Like like uh, Denver went down, and they were they were definitely only playing for threes for most of the game because there were times yeah. they had like a guy down low, but they just had four guys at three-point line and they just kept swinging it back and forth until one of them was open enough to shoot. <laughs> it was so weird. Right. Like not Bucks, even trying to run an offense, just trying to hurry it around fast enough to confuse you to, to a point where they could take a shot. The,
1: the Bucks shot better from the field than they did from the charity stripe. They were uh, 46 to 73 for 63% from field goal, 48 and a half from three point and 60% from the free-throw line.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean like it's nice the, to see and all the,
1: and all the other outside of total rebounds, uh, which favored the Bucks. Um, all the other stats were pretty no bucks had seven. Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. Bucks had a lot of turnovers, 19 turnovers. Holy smokes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, they looked super sloppy, but Hmm. they, they shot the lights out when, when they were, you know, behind the three point line. It was just, that was crazy. And they were ahead the whole way and stayed ahead. And, um, yeah, it was just, it was, it was, but it was, it was, it was a strange game to watch. Um, you felt like it probably should be going way worse, but it went really well. <laughs> so it was strange to watch that. But yeah. So that's um that, that's a very great kind of role there. But like we said, it's been you know Bobby Portis has been playing very well. Um big time minutes, he's been playing great defense. He's been getting a, a good a number of a good number of points here. Um, but man, having another center would be really nice for a team. That's not sure when Brooke Lopez is coming back. Aaron, what are the Bucks going to do about center?
1: They're they're going to sign Bo- Boogie Cousins to a non-guaranteed deal. So let me get this one open here. So uh, yeah. Milwaukee Bucks, Milwaukee Bucks, thanks to the Four Letter Network, uh, ESPN, signing four-time All-Star center Demarcus Cousins. Demarcus Cousins, 31, will sign a non-guaranteed deal to join the defending NBA champs. Teams must guarantee contracts for the balance of the season by January 7th. Bucks have been without center Brooke Lopez because back injury um, to bolster their line. So, I mean, it's, it's a, and you know, we talked about this during the pregame, you know, his, I'd be worried like if this was the bucks like four or five years ago, you know, who hadn't found their identity yet, hadn't won a championship yet hadn't uh, you know, uh, lost some close ones to uh, Nick nurse and the, uh, uh, Toronto Raptors in the uh, Eastern finals um, battle tested. And, you know, I said it to you and I said it to you in the pre-show is that, you know, if he spouts out, it spouts up and, you know, he's going to he, what was he going to say? Is he going to say something to Giannis? No. Is he going to say something to Chris? No. Is he going to say something to Drew? No, not a chance. Is he say something to Bobby, the most beloved athlete in Wisconsin sports? Well, he no. doesn't care about <laughs>
0: that. He might. He doesn't care about Bobby. I'll tell you that.
1: But but uh, I know I'm sure he doesn't. But I mean, it, it's a, a, at this point, you know, and he's a little bit long. He's older in his career, you know, and some of these veterans that are coming in and veteran veterans minimums just to like play for good teams, they they got to know their role at that point. So I think it's going to be just fine. Um I don't know. So I mean, I guess we we don't like him because he played for the Rockets, but uh, I mean, he's it says Cousins has. Uh, 20 20.4 20. points and 10 and a half rebounds in his 10 year career. Um he's been injured quite a bit. He's four-time all-star, two-time all-NBA second team, you know. Um it's it's just it's talent. It's like, you know, like when the when the Packers signed uh, Whitney Merciless, who I god, I wish he wouldn't have gotten hurt. I really thought he was going to make a big big impact down the road and uh, down yeah. the stretch, but mm-hmm. anyhow, I digress. Um I, I think this is one of those ones where it's you know, it just kind of makes sense you know and we do need the big guy underneath you know without brook there and uh giannis can play big guy underneath but he doesn't he he's giannis he's seven foot tall russell Russbrook, um who can now shoot three-pointers apparently yeah he's um, shooting great crazy um <laughs> watch out at me um anyhow uh I think I, I'm okay with it. I didn't get to talk to Pete about it today. He was busy with a whole bunch of other stuff. So I meant to catch him on the way out and I didn't because I really wanted to get his take on it because he's got he's got a five paragraph take on every single player in the NBA. So I'd, I'd I really know, like to hear what he has to say about it. So
0: I don't I mean like he had an opportunity to be at golden state that didn't work he, Like yeah. as if he's not surrounded by great players. This is after he won a title that didn't work. You went to Houston yeah, they got a lot of head, hot heads. I'm not worried about that as much. He went to the Clippers last year, and the Clippers weren't any good, like with him. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like to a certain extent. I mean, he only played in 16 games that that year. I mean, he's he's definitely tailing off. I mean, if the end, you're talking about him being a a guy to fill in a gap for a bit here um, until we get Brooke back, and then maybe he's something else uh, that you you can use. He's just another weapon you can put in there as a, a scoring underneath threat. But like, but yeah, I don't know. But,
1: but like you said, Houston's a bunch of hotheads. Like, yeah, I don't I worry about Houston. With, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine playing with James Harden. I mean, did you hear James Harden get booed off the court the other night in, uh, in New Jersey? No. Nah,
0: <laughs> he's already, started,
1: he's already, already peed off his own f- fan base for this year. Cause he was just making terrible, terrible turnovers. Um, the golden state one uh, is the
0: one that's the weirdest because it's just but, like, but I mean, eh, happened
1: it seems it seems like the golden state team though like in its prime prior to bringing people in seemed like a very exclusive club to the point that even kevin durant didn't feel like
0: he was ever part of the team you know what i'm saying group has reigned in draymond green for quite a while but But draymond green's
1: from there like he's part of the team he was never an outsider he came from within like you can do that whenever you get get that person is came has been with that team from day one. It's just like having that that one brother. And I know both of me and you can really relate to that. Like <laughs> if, if your parents would have adopted him at 16, it'd probably be like, what, what, what the age is this? Like, no, this is not going to work. But since you had him since the get go, you know, you know how to deal with him. You know, and it really seemed like that Golden State team was very exclusive. I mean, to the point that Kevin Durant, who's all world, never even really seemed like he was comfortable there, and he was gone as soon as he could get out of there. So, I mean, because that's you know that's uh, Curry and Clay and uh, Draymond's team. You know, so I don't know. Mm. It just seems like it seems like the Bucks are a much more inclusive club. If if you know what I mean. Like, I don't know. It seems like they're much more I maybe it'll work out better. And, you know, Steph's kinda, you know, as much as I like Steph Curry, he seems like kind of more of a, a, a snarky personality where I mean, what are you gonna say? What are you gonna say to like I said, what are you gonna say to Giannis? N- you not nothing. He's um, possibly the best player in the league, <laughs> if not the world right now.
0: Hoogie Cousins so, was on a team well, we'll say he's he's also a former teammate of Drew Holiday. Do you recall mm-hmm. he was with the Pelicans, right? Yes, and man. I'm looking back at that team uh, Nikola Miracic, uh, Etwan Moore, Drew Holiday, Marcus Cousins, Anthony Davis. Davis, that's um, a pretty good lineup. Yeah, they weren't <laughs> that good. <laughs> like, no, that group I, finished that. I, sixth I, I, in I think in the NBA West,
1: I, I think get getting beat up enough and plus it's a non guaranteed contract, so they can dump him at any time, you know, it's like he's got everything to lose the bucks have nothing to lose um and with the Bucs team as it is just bringing in more firepower more talent sure go right ahead you know it's like we were just talking about this with tucker i mean cuz that could have been the volatility of if this team would have went south at any point last year tucker had some level of volatility to him as well and yeah because it kept winning it, it worked out well for the Bucks and Tucker played very well down the stretch. And is a reason why we won is part of the reason why we, the bucks won the, the championship, you know, he was a key cog, you know, an ancillary cog, but a key cog. Um, so I, I mean, let's look at it positively, you know, and the Bucs do have that need, especially with not knowing what's going on with Lopez's back. I mean, they might just be doing like Packers to the nth degree and keeping Lopez out until he is 100 percent instead of rushing him back because they don't have to.
0: Yeah, they're playing for the end of the year. This is the basic And I mean, goals, and, Lo- yeah. and Lopez and Lopez is not young. Let's
1: let's remember that in NBA years, he's not young and he's a big dude and he yeah. carries he's a big hulking dude. Like those bones take a lot of pounding. So like yeah. maybe you do give him half a season off and work him back in at the end. That seems mm. smart.
0: Yeah, I, I'm not upset with it or weird about it. I'm just like, eh, I don't know. It It's weird, I think. I, but we'll see. We'll see how right. it goes. They're, they're going very well right now. And I think they'll they'll keep going for quite a bit here um okay so that's what we're gonna remember 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 i said the last time we talked i said get back to me around christmas apparently
1: i should have said get back to me around thanksgiving (laughs) because here here you go like they're they're not gonna be anything less than i mean worst case scenario, fourth in the east mining barring major disastrous injuries to many people right so
0: all right we're gonna wrap up all of the other stories that we have here for you in a segment we like to call, or I should say, we lovingly call, our last call. Time to look around and get your bearings. It's time for the last call. All right, for last call, we'll start off. We do have a little bit of football news for everybody. Um, yep, yeah, we're down. Who's to ball? Only one Wisconsin team left playing in the D three playoffs. Wisconsin Whitewater killed the pow. To remind you, I'm not saying DePaul in a weird way. It's the POW. D E P A U W. So, yeah. Whitewater beats him oh, 45 0. So... <laughs> um, where, where's where's DePaul? I'm not sure where DePaul is. Um, All right, I'd you have keep talking. I'm going to look talking. it, look it yeah, up. Yeah. So, Whitewater will play Central, which is University in Iowa, and that will. The I, bet you, goes I bet, the bet final you final somewhere
1: form. by French Lick. I'm just going to call that right <laughs>
0: yeah. now. Uh, Mount Union will play Mullenberg. Uh, UW Lacrosse lost to North Central, who are the last time they had a national championship. That was the national champion two years ago. Uh, they lose thirty-four to twenty in Illinois. So North Central play Rensselaer. Uh, winner will go to the final four, and then big upset. Uh, well, I guess a yeah, fair upset here. Uh, Linfield will be playing Mary Harden Baylor, not Mary Tyler Moore, but Mary Harden Baylor. Oh, um, same thing. Yeah. Uh, they beat St. John's of Collegeville, uh, which I believe was the the one seed. They are the one seed in that bracket, so the, it's a, a four beating a one. But um, that that was that's a pretty big beat there. I, I take it you have found where the is. The De, De, is
1: in Indiana. Ah, there you go. You got French Lick, and, and it and it and it is 89 miles from French Lick. So there
0: you go. <laughs> it's not it's not right next door, but it's pretty close. All right. Uh, in terms of college basketball, we're going to keep it in this segment for now until we have more time to put it elsewhere. But uh, Badgers get a, a a nice set of wins here. They get three straight and win the Maui Invitational, which is which a big is deal. Weird. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty <laughs> That's good. That's kind they, of
1: it's kind of a big thing. That's the Maui Invitational. Isn't a I mean, it's not end of the year March Madness stuff. But I mean, you know, it's yeah. got a lot of Duke winning it. A lot of I think North Carolina was the other one. Uh, yeah, so the I mean, host univer the host university, the Silver Knights or whatever they are, get killed every year. But every once in a while, pull a but upset. Played but played uh, in Las yeah. Vegas
0: this year. So I
1: was like, and it was well, and it was in uh, it was in North Carolina last year
0: yeah, during so the pandemic weird, too. Not so. Chaminade, but yeah, they uh, okay. they beat Texas A and M, they came back and they beat number twelve Houston, and then they beat yeah. Saint Mary's um, uh, from California. There, they beat them up. So the Badgers only loss is Providence. Uh, and that was one where Jonathan Davis didn't play. I mean, he puts, I think, 30 up against Houston and 20 up against St. Mary's. Badgers when you, get see that. That,
1: you see that Maui Invitational in Las Vegas. Uh, you know, that's like um, you know, Telerik Wednesday on a Tuesday. Um, but uh, yeah, the Maui Invitational in uh, Las Vegas. You string those three wins together, and it's like, that's, you know, good on the Badgers. Like, that's a pretty impressive like three team parlay right there like the, yeah i mean a not bad houston's mm-hmm. good st mary's and is always st. in the mary's tournament g- good you know it's like well good on you guys like all of a sudden it's like because you know you're like oh the badgers basketball oh yeah so it's well, like yeah. and then they pull that off and you're like uh they're, okay they're now, all right that's 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 okay this, they're now the 23rd badgers. ranked
0: yeah. badgers 23rd ranked badgers mm-hmm. right now which is a little surprising but uh, they'll get Georgia Tech here coming up on uh, December 1st. And then a big one coming up here, Aaron. A big rivalry type game uh, against a team formerly coached by Tom Crean. You know what I mean? Indiana. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Marquette between Indiana and Georgia Tech, too. Uh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> no, but uh, speaking of Marquette, that team is also looking good. Uh, they just put the hurt to the Northern Illinois Huskies, the NIU Huskies, beat them up. Uh, 80 to 66 they got out early 80 <laughs> to 66 they got up 39 28 at half and basically held on uh beating them pretty convincingly 14 point win uh another nice game for uh Marcel. but yeah then uh was it Tyler Kolick and uh was it G- uh Justin Lewis uh both freshmen uh putting up good games uh Kolek getting uh 10 and Lewis putting up 15. Uh, getting 11 off the bench from Mitchell as well. I mean, just nice, good times they got. You know, uh, from the bench they got you know Joplin with five, uh, uh with seven. They're getting another six from Jones, another five from Elliott. And, you know, good bench play here with Marquette, and I think they're going to keep doing that. I think Chaka Smart is just going to keep trying to maintain that defensive push, and in doing so, he's he's kind of rotating a lot of guys through and, and into that. Um, moving forward we have uh, Wisconsin women win the Big 10 for the third straight year in volleyball. They got yes. uh if you stayed on and kept watching sports after the Badgers lost to Minnesota you would have watched the Badgers beat Nebraska, number 11 ranked Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And uh with that they actually clinch a four uh, seed. They're one of the five or one of the pardon me the one of the four obviously top seeds yeah. in the tournament. So the uh, the final four is going to be in Columbus, but until then, Badgers are going to be at home through through the first uh, couple series here getting out of the regionals. So, yeah, like I said last week, the Badgers cool. had a chance to to maintain that and get that four seed. They beat Nebraska 3 to 1. They lost the first set and then came back in some hard sets. Like it was I think it was 28-26, 27-25, and then they beat them like 15 to 10, I think in the f- no, no, I'm sorry. The four set would have been, I think it was 25 to 20 or something. I forget that. But, I mean, they were right in there that whole time. A lot of long games there. But then they came back and played Indiana, beat them in straight sets. I think it was 25-15, 25-9, 25-14. Just dominated Indiana to make sure they are the outright Big Ten champions, finishing a full game ahead of, uh, of uh, Nebraska for that right. And uh, moving into the Big Ten tournament next. Uh, in other news, Wisconsin men's hockey. This is not the year to watch them. Just not. Yeah. They played that's... Clarkson. Clarkson, who I mean, that that's not that great a team in men's. They've had a couple of really good women's teams recently, but
1: wasn't that wasn't it a song yeah. by the Monkees? Take the last train, train to Clarkson. To, yeah,
0: Clarkson. No, Clarksville. Right. Uh, take the last yeah, train to that Clarkson. Was a yeah. jo- there was a joke, John. I was joke, hoping so, but. I'm letting you know I know the name of the take actual the song. last train to Clarkson and we'll get beat when we get there. Yeah, so they, they, Friday night they get an overtime tie against the Clarkson, and then they lost three to nothing on Saturday.
1: Where's they, Clarkson from?
0: I uh, that school is. I should know this from having watched the the women's team. Uh, that school. Hold on. I'm going to find this. Okay, it's right and how, close is, how, how close Potsdam. is it to French That's Lake? right. I looked it up. They're in Potsdam, <laughs> Potsdam, New good York. Good
1: job, John, <laughs> which is nowhere near French Lick.
0: No, not at all. Jeez. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> that's a rough loss, though. I mean, th- like I said, they've had good women's teams, but not great men's teams over the last couple of years. Uh, mm-hmm. Wisconsin women did not play this weekend, so they remain number one. Uh, good setup coming against, I think, number five, Minnesota, next this next coming week. Uh, in NCAA men's hockey, uh, Stevens Point gets a 2-0 win over Concordia and then gets a 3-3 tie. Uh, St. Norbert beats Eau Claire 4-3 and then beats them 6-1. So Eau Claire, who started off like the fourth ranked, Eau Claire um, just is just falling apart. Just They haven't done anything since uh, the early part of the season, so they're just... They're not ranked, and uh, getting beat again by St. Norbert and some of these other teams, they're going to fall down. Eau Claire, women, though, are uh, number third ranked. They continue to win. They beat Lake Forest 1-0 and then 2-1. Northland beats Finlandia 2-1 and then ties with them 1-1 the next night. And uh, that's all we've got here in terms of Wisconsin sports for this week. Aaron, did you have anything you wanted to add before we closed up? I forget where Finlandia is. It's not in Finland. I looked it up. No, okay. um, there's a link here. I could find it. In oh, the- it's
1: yeah. No, I knew this.
0: They're the lions.
1: Yes. And they're
0: the Hancock, of, Michigan. Yep.
1: Yeah, they're, they're right across the, right across the river from, uh, uh, Michigan tech.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Houghton, they're, in Han- County they're in
1: Hancock, uh, Michigan and Houghton.
0: Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Up, in the, up at the Quinoa peninsula. No,
1: actually, uh, I'm, I'm just happy to be back. And, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I missed a week with you there. That was some bad planning. I didn't even tell you. I, I text John at like eight <laughs> o'clock at night. Like, Oh, by the way, bad communication. Uh, I am in the woods <laughs> Yeah, was, and I don't know. If, I don't even know if this text is going to make it out. I should have told you I'd be deer hunting yeah, this week. It's so a, my bad. I should have anyway. assumed,
0: but either way. Right. Thank anyways, you again, everybody so, hey, for joining hey, us.
1: We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get over the, the badgers, the badger hump here. And, uh, I think it's, uh, Uh, hopefully sometimes uh sometimes bad things like that lead to uh brighter days ahead so yeah we
0: could have a long time to talk about badger basketball and marquette basketball next week since the badger the packers aren't by and the uh badgers aren't in the big 10 title game we don't have football to talk about other than whitewater i guess so (laughs) well and and, short show and
1: and i know you made a, a hate sandwich with love bread but uh um or a pain sandwich with love bread, uh, but uh, we you, you didn't get even get into the uh, the uh, sweet and sour uh, uh, brewers off season, so we're gonna have no. some of that. But uh, yeah, at least at least we have the bucks now to fill you know a lot of the, a lot of what used to be dead space on the early earlier yeah. days of this podcast. So
0: that's what we'll be watching pretty much here on out for a bit here. But uh, thanks everybody for watching us or listening to us here again this week. Uh, we're always glad to have you. Remember to subscribe, download, listen, rate, and review us. And remember, you can follow this podcast here on Twitter at Scotty Johnny Pod. You can follow me at Not So Humble Host, and you can follow Aaron at Cheddar Talk. And I didn't put it at the beginning this week. I guess just so excited about you know, this Packer game and everything. I was just we we're just too amped up, Aaron. We were too amped to, up.
1: You don't have to put it. You don't have to put it out
0: there. I'll be spamming your
1: account soon enough. Yeah,
0: sure you will. Don't don't tell people that I've told you to post any of that crap. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right everybody uh, thank you we'll be back here next week to talk to you again and we'll have uh, plenty more to say just you know not pro or college football other than D3 but remember when you're out there that uh, whether you're on the town or on the go it's always on Wisconsin this has been the Scotty Johnny podcast remember to find the boys on Twitter at Johnny one or online at ScottyJohnny.com thanks for listening and on Wisconsin